Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Lech Lecha, on protecting family relationships. So much happens in Parshat Lech Lecha, from God's call to Avraham to go to an unknown land, to Avraham and Sarah's dealing with Paro, to the institution of circumcision, that there's one crucial dynamic that we can easily overlook, the relationship between Avraham and his nephew Lot. In fact, when Avraham and Sarah leave on their famous journey, they take Lot with them. By Genesis chapter 13, however, things get complicated as they find that the hill country they're settled in does not provide enough room for Abraham, Lot, and all of their flocks, herds, and tents. Consequently, there is quarreling between Abraham's cattle herders and Lot's cattle herders. Wanting to avoid a tearing apart of the family, Abraham tells Lot, let there be no strife between you and me, between my herders and yours, for we are kin. Is not the whole land before you? Let us separate. If you go north, I will go south. And if you go south, I will go north. So Abraham tells Lot to choose prime, well-watered land, quote, like the garden of the Lord. And they part ways amicably. This seems to be an excellent solution until a war breaks out and Lot's land is invaded and Lot himself is taken captive. Upon, upon finding out about this, Avraham, despite the separation, quite literally goes to war for his nephew. Genesis chapter 14 relates. Avram mustered his retainers born into his household, numbering 318, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. At night, he and his servants deployed against them and defeated them, and he pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. He brought back all the possessions. He also brought back his kinsmen Lot and his possessions and the women and the rest of the people. I believe that this ancient story, as archaic as it is, can actually teach us a lot about how we can live our family lives today. First, we can look to how Avraham and Lot get along when they realize there's not enough, not enough land for the both of them and tensions begin to crop up. We see that it's okay for family members to decide to have some necessary distance. It's ultimately what preserves their relationship. But second, on the other hand, when Lot is in trouble, Avraham drops everything to fight for his nephew. In all this, we see both the value of independence from one's family and the value of taking responsibility for one's family. Therefore, while having space and separation can be not just legitimate but beneficial, we simultaneously recognize that we have a duty to help our family members when we are needed. It is relatively easy to think about the spiritual work we can do to repair ourselves and to repair the wider world. Some of the most difficult work, though, is often repairing our families. By studying the story of Avraham and Lot, we see that it is imperative to maintain 
positive family relationships. Research shows that over one in four American adults is estranged from a family member. In many cases, the breakdown of these familial bonds is damaging to the lives of everyone involved. What can we do about this? In the 17th century ethical work, Shnei Luchot Tabrit, Rabbi Isaiah Halevi Horvitz suggests that like Abraham, we must work on our relationships before they are broken. He writes, one must make great efforts to avoid personal strife. If a quarrel is in the offing, one must immediately strive to remove the cause of such quarrel. He then refers to Sefer Mishle, the book of Proverbs, which says, to start a quarrel is like releasing water. Before a dispute flares up, drop it. So why the urgency? In Horowitz's language, one disagreement gives birth to another. For this reason, he holds out Avraham as the ideal example of someone who resolved the conflict before it got out of hand. Amid the tension between cattle herders, Avraham easily could have told his nephew, there's no room for you here. Go back to Haran, or I will take the fertile land on the plain of Jordan while you stay here. Instead, Avraham ends the conflict by giving Lot his choice of land. Yes, every family has tensions, but the growing trend of distancing oneself from one's family needs to be reversed. In the Torah worldview, the family has always been the center. And with the loneliness epidemic we are witnessing and experiencing today, it is perhaps more important than ever to remember our ancestors' cherished moral priorities. And so, Avraham and Lot offer us a healthy and helpful paradigm of how we can still take care of our family members, even when we need to maintain some distance. It is not all or nothing. You don't need to live on the same street as your parents in order to be a responsible son or daughter. At the same time, one rarely benefits from never speaking to, visiting, or caring for a family member at all. On the contrary, we should view our family members to a reasonable extent as people we're obligated to. When a nephew or cousin calls for help, it is different than a stranger calling. We all need people we can count on and family is really the best and only system we have of meeting this need. There is a middle ground to be found between dysfunctionally close and painfully distant family relationships by being proactive to strengthen those bonds and by doing the often difficult work of repairing those ties when they've endured distress, we can get a little bit closer to the model of family demonstrated by Avraham. Shabbat Shalom.